What's a tomato? Fruit or vegetable? It's fruit. What the fuck? All right, two, three, one, go. Here we go. Lydia, uh, you you have a podcast, and your podcast is... Uh, Sip the si- uh, What's it called? Sip the Sauce. How did you come up with that sauce. name, first of all? Sip the Sauce. You know, you know what? You know, everybody was talking about Sip the Tea, and... I think one day I was like, I'm a beer drinker. I don't sip tea. And then I think I told somebody like, oh, she's stuck on the sauce. And I was like, ah, that sounds great. Yeah, the there it is. <laughs> That's dope. I was going to actually call my podcast uh, Spit and Truth because I just wanted to talk about things all related to truth. And mm-hmm. I really like music. And I thought uh, this may be a dope spin on when I say spitting, you know, because spitting is when you rap, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So I'm not a rapper, obviously, but like, I, I don't know. I listen to music. I listen to rap and stuff like that. So it's not obvious. I, I don't know. You could be a dope rapper. Who knows? I'm not a dope rapper. I'm a dope dancer. I could dance. I could <laughs> dance. True. I can attest to that. Yeah. Hey, see, he knows. Hey, yeah. um, but, uh, Man, your podcast is really cool. I listened to uh, one full episode. I listened to uh, the latest one, which was uh, uh, the North versus the South. Now, here's a question I have for you. How do you pick out your titles? You're basically just like, because you talk about so many things. How do you decide what the title of that particular show is going to be? You know what? I have no, no set rhyme or rhythm for anything it's just whatever comes to me um because really I had already committed to north versus south for that show but when I was done with it I was like ugh, I probably should have named that something else because we talked about the midwest we didn't talk what would you you did you you didn't even know where the midwest was that you're like where is it even the midwest I was like how do you know (laughs) what it's in the middle. <laughs> right, right. So I should, I don't even know what I would have called it, but it shouldn't have been North versus South. But, you know, sometimes you commit to stuff and you just got to go for it. <laughs> yeah, I listened to the whole thing. It, it almost seemed like a, a reunion show. Like you guys were like, went to college together and you guys were like, you know, kind of like they were like helping you out with like the podcast. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was it was really nice. Uh, both of them were my sorority sisters, but uh, one of them moved down to Texas for teaching, but then moved back to Minneapolis, and the other one has stayed up there. So I talk to them regularly, but we don't talk together as the three of us often. So okay. I really enjoyed Who? that, like you said, reunion fill to yeah. the show. Yeah, I could tell. I could tell you guys were like super like comfortable with each other because Mm -hmm. she'd be like what are you even saying you know what I mean like yeah you know that doesn't happen regularly but um uh Houston I've been there to Houston I lived there for one month one a month one entire month in Houston in July it was in July so I'd lost so much weight because it was so hot I think I mean just Worst time would be August. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, July or August. But I, honestly, I love Houston. The, the, the culture... And I, I wanted to get into a little bit of what you were talking about in your last podcast, North versus South versus Midwest, I guess, if you really wanted to, you know, <laughs> throw, throw them all in there. Uh, uh, because I'm, I, I grew up in the South. Um, but you said in your podcast that you don't think Texas, what did you say? You don't think Texas is the South or you don't think Texas has... I think you said something like it, it doesn't have a, uh, 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 what do you call that? Like uh, the, the, when, when you speak in an accent and it's a oh. different accent than somebody else's. Okay. So what is it? I, I know where you're going with this. I'm, I soapbox on this often because I do not consider Texas to be part of the South. I consider us to be country folk. And I say that because. What is that? How does okay? No, please go, please go. I'm so sorry. I'm I'm intrigued by this conversation. I say that because um, I I personally feel like when I travel for work or leisure to any other southern type uh, state, I feel like each of those states is very stereotypical southern that really really heavy accent the i mean matthew mcconaughey pastels, is you know yeah yes even though he's from texas matthew mcconaughey is like, from texas and he has a yes. deep southern accent that's why when you were saying that in your podcast i was like what this is crazy like texas they, they speak in an accent it, it, but it's different. I feel like, and I also feel like it has a lot to do with um, how people are treated. So that conversation okay. kind of went into a little bit, and I won't go into it here, like a little bit of the race topic. And, I, I want you to go into it, actually. Okay. I, I do, because well, it makes for a better conversation if we're actually going to talk about real issues. So I think when you go into the South, when I say South, I mean Louisiana all the way over to the East Coast, as far as Virginia, um, mm -hmm. you know, Missa, think, don't forget Mississippi, which is the armpit of America. Remember, I will, I will double down on that. I'm one. from Mississippi. I just want you to know uh, uh -oh. that, those are my people. Yeah, uh, but I understand exactly what you're saying. I understand what, exactly what you're saying. The racism, the systemic racism in Mississippi is through the roof, right. through the roof. And I, I agree with you. I just feel like because those states were closer to the slave ports, I think the reach is a lot deeper. Where in Texas, where Obviously, there was slavery. Everyone knows that. We also had more of a Spanish thing going on here with Mexico. And so, yes, there was slavery, but there so was the so racism, many other, the racism got divided. It did. There between, were so many other things. You know, yeah, yeah, it was like we can't be exactly negative towards one particular race. Mm -hmm. Now we have a, another race. We got to divvy up our racism between the two races. Right. We got to hate that, everybody you know, equally. We got to hate everybody equally. I got to, can't give everybody all our time, you know? <laughs> right. And so yeah. I think, you know, where you, you go to South Carolina, that's just something I think about. Um, 
Yeah, you, you know. You had an experience in South Carolina? I did. There, Talk about there's, it. There's, you know, again, from Texas, you see the Confederate flag on oh, large man. pickup t- trucks. Um, but honestly, in Texas, I feel like that's where you see them on idiots' trucks. When I was in South Carolina, it was everywhere. Like I, oh, felt, yeah. I felt like I was yeah. stepping back into history, and I was like, "Oh, y'all still do that out here?" It's you very know? true. Yeah, you're so right about it's, that. It's uh, so weird. Well, it's just like you said, and I don't want to say stupid, but ignorant is a is a proper word to say about that. They're just yeah. ignorant about, you know. And, that, and here's the here's the thing: they're thinking. That the flag means I'm from the South and I'm proud to be from the South and Civil War. And but these guys that are saying all that, they know, they don't know the first thing about the Civil War. They don't even know the dates or how many people died or any of that stuff. Like exactly. they, maybe not even what the fight was even about. Mm-hmm. I had slavery, probably, but it was it had more to do with there was a lot than, more than than slavery. Like yeah. that, that wasn't the only issue in the Civil War. It was other issues. Exactly. So, so it's it's funny you say that because I had the same exact conversation with uh, with Matt um, because I took a trip to Asheville, um, which is in North Carolina. Yes. And uh, as we're driving there, we 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 see this just ridiculously huge Confederate flag waving in the middle of like. Uh, you know, like we're driving on the interstate and we just see this rebel flag. And I was just like, oh, my God, like, I can't even believe that that's allowed to be there. Mm-hmm. And my sister was off her rocker. She wanted to she was like, stop the car. I'm climbing that 100 foot pole and I'm taking that thing down and I'm going to burn it. And I was like, no, you're not. Like, <laughs> look where we are. There's nobody around here. This is all redneck country. You're going to mm-hmm. get shot. I'm going to get shot. Like, plus, it's 100 feet up. How are you going to come on? You got to think, you know, but she was so livid yeah. at it. And I, and when I saw it, I was also like livid, but she, the, she's younger than me. She's uh, 13 years younger than me. And I think that racism and social equality for the younger generations is they're smarter than us. You know, they're yeah. smart. They, they're picking it up. They're like, uh, not right. Not right. Bad. You know, and we're, you know, the older generation just takes a little longer to conform because they just don't, it, you know, it's like an iPhone 12 versus an iPhone one. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it doesn't, the computing power is not there. And then, you know, I think also as the generations get younger, um, you know, what you have to deal with, that list gets smaller and smaller. So, you know, our, I don't know how old you are, but I will say our age range. I'm 43. You know, okay, I'm 36. We're in the same millennia, we're in the same generation, essentially. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like Wait, we agree. Gen, Gen X? Oh, see, I'm a, I'm an old millennial. So, what am I? I don't even know what I am. What year were you born? I think I'm a Gen X, the 78. Uh, no, I think so. I think I'm I a Gen a, X, bro. I think I don't think I'm a millennial. Like I've always strived to be a millennial, but I, I just, I just missed the cut. cut. I think Matt's a millennial. 
I think so. Um, I think like, you know, as the, the generations get younger, um, they, they just don't have to put up with that stuff. Like we have to put, no, we don't have to, but we have learned over time to get places and to do things. You have to put up with certain stuff and mm. like we talk. And they don't put up with it. Is that what don't. you're saying? They don't. My sister and no, I. No, because are, it's bullshit. It is. Yeah. Uh, my sister and I are 10 years apart and mm-hmm. she gives zero Fs about anything and I oh, will yeah. try and make things work. And it's because she doesn't have, you know, she doesn't have to. Like, that's not how well, let's, she let's, let's Yeah, let's take it even one step older. And you remember how, like, you know, like I always said, African-Americans were always treated horribly and, you know, but why are the older generation African-Americans the nicest people with the most polite manners? Yes, ma'am. No, man. Yes, sir. No, sir. You know what I mean? They're the most conforming to either racism or, or, or whatever, or whatever you want to say. You know what I mean? Like they are super polite, you know, and in a. Go ahead, sir. No, no, you go. Um, But they're like that because at the time when they were growing up, if they weren't like that, that could lead to them being beaten. Like they were taught you have to give that respect to pretty much everybody and anybody or that could lead to your death. Now, you should listen to what they say when they're in the home alone. It is not nice, but Well, absolutely. You're not don't be an idiot and get killed. Yeah, but that's the game they have to play and honestly, it's not like the consequences aren't as dire, but that still hasn't changed much. I mean, I work in oil and gas in Texas as a woman of mixed race. I dance a very, very tight line every day at work. Mm. Um, Just because I think uh, in my office, there's 50 people of the 50 people. There are four minorities, uh, one man who is black, one man who's Argentinian. I think a lady who's half white and half Argentinian and me. And um, And then everybody else is what? What? Like white men? White. White woman, white men. All of it. How many more other employees are there? Just to start to get a ratio. In, 50 in the in the company, in that building. Okay. So of the 50. So you feel four. like your voice is not, you feel like you're in the minority. Oh, I am because I, so again, I could be going off, steer me correct if I'm going too much. So no, no, no. I, I, the, I love this conversation. Okay. Um, when you're mixed race, like myself, everyone sees what they want to see. Mm-hmm. Um. When I am around black people, I'm black. When I'm around white people, I'm not white, but I'm not black. You know, when I'm around different Hispanic people, depending on, you know, what they're, you know, Dominicans and Cubans can have light family members and dark family members. So, yeah, like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm sure you could. But when people know you're mixed they feel like they can say shit they shouldn't and mm. get away with it so you got an example my, 
Yeah. So one of the men at my office is Argentinian and he's got a very thick accent. And to be honest, I can't always understand him myself, but I would never say anything about it. Um, Why? Why wouldn't you just be like, yo, I can't understand what you're saying. Because I let me help you. I know what he, I know he knows what he's talking about and I eventually get it, but I heard a full on, I was there with people who had a full on conversation about if he couldn't speak the language, then why is he, and he is very high in the company. If he couldn't speak the language, why is he in the company? How did he even get this job? Man, that sounds racist right there. Like whatever they just said about him sounds racist. And then the the black man in the office he's very quiet very soft spoken um I, I honestly for my first year there i think i said 10 words to him just because he liked to be in his office accounting people you know they're very mm-hmm. closed off and so finally i was just like i bet you for him wait to is that to- ra- what was that racist against accountants just right there <laughs> it was accountants is. <laughs> uh, so I was like, you know what, let me, I want to know more about him. So I went on his LinkedIn and he's got a very impressive educational background and stuff. And I told my boss, I was like, Hey, did you know that he was like, he's hitting it with all the education. And my boss was like floored. What? He has yeah, but, that much education. And but, it, but right. He's not voicing it. He's not applying it in well, he is. the voice. He's doing a very oh, intricate job. You know, he handles the entire tax portfolio for a multi-million dollar company. So obviously he got the job because he's, you know, because he's got um, skills. But I just, I was like, you know, you, you know, why are you so surprised? Number one, and you never looked, you don't think about who you work with. So I just, it, so this I don't know job, how you mean. I don't know exactly how you mean. Like, are you saying that he's not, uh, I, I was thinking that you were saying that he's not boisterous enough as far as the racial inequality and voicing his opinions and, no, and this and I could say like, I would assume this is only my assumption and opinion as a black man who has been in oil and gas a long time. I I could tell that from his LinkedIn. I am sure over time he's learned that he needs to keep his head down and stay out of it. Which is a bunch of bullshit. You guys need to listen to your sister. Yeah. Which is how I listen to my sister. The fury that came out of Mm -hmm. her hellfire. Like I I was driving 60 miles an hour and she almost jumped out to like – pull that flag down. It's in my daughter's the same way too. And my daughter's actually more, uh, she's very, it started with racism and, and racial inequality, but it moved more towards the transgender movement. And now mm-hmm. she's like super passionate about that, you know, mm-hmm. which it's, is a whole nother level, you know, it is. but it's, it's a, you know, and the, the thing is, uh, I would never say that anybody in my office was like, I really, like, I feel like racism is on a level and some people don't agree with that. They think you're racist or you're not. And it's I've, systemic. Uh, we yeah. don't, we don't see, we don't, we don't see what we're looking like. You don't yeah. see it because it's, it's part of the system. That's why, that's yeah. why I keep saying systemic racism is so true because the people that aren't trying to be racist, they can't even see it. Yeah. Like. So I, 
you know, I, I really do enjoy where I work and I think the people are really nice, but I, little things like that. I definitely, I can see, I'm like, hmm. now I won't go into that. Maybe you should speak up in order to, in order to make everybody aware of the racism that you are, you, because in default, you're kind of taking that systemic racism and you're, you're, you're not saying anything about it. And you're like, oh, I was going to put my head down and that was racist, you know, like, but like, maybe, maybe, maybe like listening to your sister, listen to mm-hmm. my sister, listen to the younger generation. We need to speak. We need to speak up. I'll give you an example. Mm-hmm. I'll give you an example. There was a, uh, the, the whole Dr. Seuss thing. Do you, do you, do you know about the Dr. Seuss thing? How Dr. Seuss's books are getting canceled because they're blatantly racist, right? I read yes. an entire mm-hmm. book just because I was like, I need to understand, is it racist? And it was. It was yeah. racist. Um, so I understood exactly why. But before I read the book, there was a whole thread on a Facebook page because uh, uh, through my business. Um, and somebody... Uh, Somebody had argued, somebody had said, you know, they posted it and I, and I made a joke and I shouldn't have made this joke, but I apologize later. But the joke was, I'm not touching that with a one, two, one foot, two foot, three foot pole. You know what I mean? Like, and I thought I was just being clever and funny and just kind of lightening the mood, but I did not realize that I was wrong in not in joking about it because it's not a joking matter not not nowadays where are you, where are you going i said something wrong i said something wrong get back no, over here my son <laughs> is about to climb in the dog cage <laughs> no i believe you all right all right go get him get out of the dog cage <sighs> okay maybe that i mean does he have a pack and play or anything what's his name <laughs> Logan. Logan. Hey, Logan. Logan, can you hear me? How you doing? No, How old is he? My... Two? He's, he's 18 uh, months. Nine months. Only nine? Yeah. Oh, he's, he's a big boy. He sure is. He went to the doctor today. Officially, he's a huge kid. He's off the charts. Almost. His big head is almost off the charts, definitely. Oh, no. Don't say that. Don't say that around Logan. Well, Come on. I have a big he didn't head. have a big head. It's very proportional. <laughs> but I'm sorry. So the Dr. Seuss story. Uh, well, I think I, I think I kind of already said it all. But yeah, I joked about it and not realizing that that was kind of pushing the issue under the rug mm-hmm. for those people who is very important to. Yeah. And I did not realize that. You know, until my daughter pointed it out for me. She didn't point it out for me. I didn't tell her the whole story or this or that. But like uh, she made me realize that like uh, us as as an older generation really have an important job to do in uh, breaking down that systemic, whatever the systemic things that are happening we need to, you know, compute our brain and and merge the gap between mm-hmm. the progressives and, you know, the stalemates. I mean, we're yeah. we're we're stale, you know. Like we need to think 
We're smarter than this. We're better than this. You need to speak up too, by the way, when some of that shit happens to you and you're not, you need to speak up because nobody knows that it bothered you. But see, the thing is, is me speaking up in a very intelligent manner because I mix will come across as the angry, angry black But you're person. only, you're only, you're only anticipating that. You don't know that for sure because you haven't spoken up the way that I feel that you probably could. Well, that would be my last job <laughs> I was at. Um, okay. There's a reason I'm no longer there and that would be. So you spoke up I, and you got fired? I spoke up and my life got real hard. And so Bullshit. I found another job. Well, that's why you need to speak up even louder, I think. And that's why everybody needs to speak up louder, yeah. to be honest with you. I think yeah, I'm sorry that you're deal- that you're going through that. And I, and I don't want to seem insensitive and in saying, hey, speak up. I know it's not easy. I definitely is not easy. Look, I made a joke about Dr. Seuss and I had no idea that I was like offending a, a race of people who I admire very much. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? The black community. I grew up, I grew up with the black community. I grew up very poor. And I'm not saying that black people are poor. I'm mean, that's not what I'm saying. But I, what I'm saying is, I grew up in Mississippi, mm-hmm. very poor. And in Mississippi, most of the poor's were either white trash. I'm sorry to say that. I don't mean to offend any white people. Wh- white what were considered white trash and African-Americans, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I understand, and I'm also half, but I look white, but I'm also half. I'm half Hispanic and half uh, from Mississippi. I heard Spanish, a little bit in the Spanish voice. Spanish redneck. Yeah, Spanish redneck. Yeah. Hey, I, look, some, some, actually, you know what? Mississippi's fucked up. You're right. It is the armpit. Of the, the, you know, when you said that, I was like, wait a minute, hold on now. Like, she can't just be calling Mississippi the <laughs> armpit of America. But you're right. There is truth to that. And mm-hmm. people need to be aware, you know, that the racism is just out of control there. Yeah. I, I think my uh, friend called it a sundown state. And I was like, yeah, this. Oh, what does long- that mean? So in the, non-white community a sundown state is a state you do not want to be in when the sun goes down so like i can remember so my dad is from alabama and like almost up the alabama florida line and so we would take i-10 across and he would time it so we were not in mississippi at night and that's the then that's the kind of fear that you that me and Matt could never understand unless we were educated about it. We're ignorant to that fact, not because we mean to be, but because we haven't been educated properly. Mm -hmm. And the only way education happens is when you speak about things, when you voice your opinion, when you're loud about it, Mm -hmm. you know, who's your sister? I want to talk to your sister a little bit. You should listen to old versus young millennial. She was my guest. Okay. Um, Everyone who listened to it had 
there was a, at the end, I try and do like a question of the day or something. And so, oh, I know I got it. I got it right here written on my <laughs> notes. I'm going to ask you the same thing. Question of the day, two, three, one go style. But and yeah, then, go. In this question. So I, again, like I said, I listen to other people's podcasts, I listen to other radio shows, especially on Sirius XM. And um, I was listening to the show and they had talked about a man uh, who married a sex doll and like legitimately paperwork married a sex doll and where in japan california not trying to be racist (laughs) (laughs) in california this happened and then around the holidays he sent the sex doll to get enhanced and the doctor what does that mean enhanced like I guess plastic surgery for a doll. What the yes. fuck? And the doctor burst the the or I guess damaged the sex doll. <laughs> and <No way>. so <laughs> that was like my story. And so I was like, okay, let's discuss. So for me, I'm still back here at a man married a sex doll. Yeah, like, like how is that even allowed? Wait a minute. Like what court of law did they go to where this is a what state was this in? Uh, like I said, California, ba- California. So that's where like our minds are. But my, my sister, she didn't care that they were married. I think she said, you do you. <laughs> what she was worried about is what type of surgeon did he use? Did he okay, use a surgeon for a doll or like a regular surgeon? Because that's up to like, and she went on a soapbox about what type of medical professional he used for his I, I want to know that also. I want to know that also. I want to know the before, <laughs> which is where, where you're coming from. And I want to know that also at the same time. And so like, everyone who contacted me about that episode was, just lost it they were like she's so into the doctor i said that is my sister she yeah she comes from she is of that age where people can do whatever they want to do she does how not old, care how old is she? she is 25 okay uh, my sister's 29 okay. so you can and she's oh. a free spirit she's like a she's like a hippie at heart you know like that is my sister i call her a little dandelion okay yeah all right so you know you cannot shut them up about their opinions like there's like you know Ugh. that they're going through the rooftops screaming from started, the rooftops if if they get started you there's no stop there was like at least 20 minutes of the show I had to cut just because she went on a rampage <laughs> about something that had nothing to do with what I asked her about. And I remember when she was done, I was like, okay, thank you. But now can we go back to the question I actually asked you? <laughs> mm. so, I, I'm uh, Matt probably feels the same way about me because I go off on tangents and I never get back to the original question. <laughs> so I can, I can do that too. But you know, for you know, I have ADD and stuff like that. That's a different reason, but yeah, man, that's that's awesome. I also interviewed my brother on on my podcast. Oh, did that? I mean, it was it's a hilarious podcast, but it gives zero credibility to what like who we are. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because not not that we're trying to be credible or anything like that, but like we. I'm passionate about like the topic of race. Mm -hmm. I want to talk about that. I think it's important to talk about that. I think if you don't talk about that, you're ducking it. 
And same as me making a joke about it, slipping it under the rug. And I think it needs to be talked about. And I think we have a platform now and you just mm-hmm. created your platform, sipping that sauce. <laughs> um, that I think we need to, I, th- I think we need to have stronger and more direct conversations and not be so, a lot of times with conversations, what happens is that you want to make the other person happy, right? Mm-hmm. So then you don't care. Like if I say, wait a minute, wait a minute. Like, I don't understand what you're talking about right there. I might be offended that you're, that I said that to you, but I'm really trying to understand your point of view. Mm-hmm. And I think as a podcaster, you understand this is very important. Like you don't yeah. want to just have like a conversation that's very vanilla. Yeah. You know what I mean? You want to have a back and forth ping pong, ping pong me back. Yeah. Hit it back to me. You know, like. And a lot of people can't do that. They don't like to be uncomfortable. Yeah, and if I'm convers- fine with being uncomfortable, yeah. by the way. And, just FYI. And if the conversation makes people uncomfortable, they, they're gonna dance. They're gonna dance around it. And yeah. they're gonna. It's a bunch please. of bullshit. Just get straight to the truth. Mm-hmm. Let's just cut it right down the middle. I couldn't agree with you more. That's why, like, let's just cut around all the bullshit. Don't even cut around. Just cut right down the middle. Like, mm-hmm. there's no reason. That's why I wanted the, my other podcast to be called, uh, well, not my other podcast, the one podcast. I wanted to be called Spitting Truth. And then Matt was like, nah, it should be called Two, Three, One, Go. And I'll tell you the story about that. But then I created two podcasts. And I was like, well, this podcast is about this. And then this podcast is about that. And then I was just like, this is weird. Like, and then all the content went to two, three, one, go. Mm-hmm. And nothing went to spit and truth because the, the content with first spit and truth was going to be like cryptology and like Bigfoot. And oh, like I love UFOs. that. I love that too. Have this you, are you like on, one of my favorite subjects. Are you on Clubhouse? No. Oh, you got to get on Clubhouse. Oh, wait, hold on. Let me back up. Important Clubhouse question. Are you an iPhone user? Is that going to delete me from being able to be in Clubhouse? Because it is. no, it's I'm only not. on iPhone. Get oh. the fuck out of here. So I, yeah, I can't, in, I'm, I'm not in the club. Uh, it's that's only that's on racist. That's, that's, that's Android racist. Yes. Yeah, so I'm going to scream it from the rooftops. It's only on Apple right now. They do say they're going to open crazy. it up at some point, but it's a good very interesting platform and well can you send it to me can you send me things from your iphone to like messenger or like email i can try or, like, i can see if i can't and then you can send me the, a little bit of the content and i can i will because there there's so much so i'm on there and i listen to shows on on podcasting from some really big people um I enjoy that. Um, they have some marketing stuff, but what's really fun are like the little side channels. So I got into a group, into a room one night and it was all about aliens. And then the next, what they say, they're already here. so, So, so it was like the academia side versus like the out there conspiracy side and it was getting really heated and then all of a sudden elon musk was in there and he was like he says he doesn't believe in him why so he went in there and he was like no 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 but just that i was he made made a good point 
Like just that I was in a chat room with Elon Musk. Like that's dope. How crazy. What, did you ask him something uh, awesome? Or no, no, the way it ha- way it goes in the rooms is there's uh, the person who runs it and then they can choose people to be on the panel, which means that they can speak freely. And then everyone else is part of the audience. Now you can get yeah. on the panel by racist raising your again. Hand. <laughs> but it is. I'm kidding. One Matt's going to kill me Android, because I beat, you should I, I beat get in it. there topic to death yeah i would love well yeah i guess i'm gonna have to get an iphone now that's all right <laughs> i'll get an iphone uh, i've always been against anti-iphone because i always felt like that they're controlling you in such a manner where you have to upgrade you have to buy the specific charger you know like that charger does not work for this phone it's like what are your thoughts matt matt being awfully silent over there uh, you're probably asking the wrong person because uh, on the iPhone issue versus the Android issue, you I've have always, an Android. I mean, I've always been Android. Well, yeah, I'm me too. Always, I've, I've but why? An iPhone, but and you're I a tech like guy, to, so why? I like to tinker with things and have be able to control what I do, and I don't like to. That that's right. iPhone does not me. allow you to have that much control, and not and and not just with memory. That memory is like one of the number one things. Like they shorted you on the memory and now you got to like upload it to the cloud whatever the hell that is and <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah i mean they do push your hand so i don't yeah well i think i got a, a mac computer first because it was on sale and i had a lot of trouble with my my dell or something like that and someone was like get okay. a mac they don't go down a lot which is true they don't I have a Mac right now, and it and it's my only iPhone-ish device that I have, and it's it's like twelve years old, and it's dope. Like yes. it's perfect. It's so durable. It's so handy. Like it's it never breaks down. So yeah, I agree with I agree with that. So I did the Mac, and then someone was like, you know, if you have an iPhone, everything cross links Mm. and i was like oh seriously so i got an iphone and then i got an ipad and i will tell you Mm. especially with podcasting it's really helpful that everything's together because if i'm on the road i can pull stuff from my desktop and get it on my phone and i can upload and do media and press and and do all the things without actually having to be in front of my computer um Mm. that is i will give them that i do not like the fact that they try and push you to get new phones. I had the seven as long as I could. And then now I have the 10 and someone's really going to have to give me an offer. I can't refuse to upgrade because it works fine. Hey, hey, if anybody's listening out there, ladies and gents, uh, iPhone needs to be a uh, sponsor. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Sipping this, sipping the sauce podcast. I I love saying that, by the way, (laughs) sipping that sauce, son, sipping that sauce. I love it because, yeah. you know, because you could say something and then be like, did you sip that sauce? You know, it's <laughs> cool. I like it. It's like one of the things that I originally planned to put in the show was, you know, what's in the cup. And so everybody would ah, say what's in the cup. That's cool. But then my recording times are like all sporadic and I it doesn't can't matter have recording something. times. I don't think, I don't think well, recording for times me matter. It wouldn't matter, but some people do not feel like they can have libations that early. Fuck those people. Don't worry about those motherfuckers. <laughs> they, 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 
Yo, listen, don't listen. You're going to talk for as long as you need to talk to get it out. I think I that's why I love the long form. Like every time we get on a podcast, I almost put Matt to sleep because I'm like so like and it's like three hours in. He's like, I got to get to bed, you know, and I'm like, I'm so sorry, you know, but mm-hmm. anyway, I don't even know where we're going. I'm going off on a tangent again. Sorry about that. Well, um, sipping the sauce. Yeah. Go. What are we ready to what? I was going to say, I'm, I'm intrigued by this question of the day. I ask everybody the question. No one ever asked. Yeah. I was going to, yeah. Are you ready? Oh man. But well, it's, it's similar to the question that you asked, Okay. which was, I was like, wow. (laughs) Who cares? And the question that you asked was, is a hot dog a sandwich? Mm. And I was like, hmm, no, it's a hot dog. And then and then everybody on your team was like, they, they had no idea what to say. I think your one friend was like, I can't even believe you're even asking this, like something, something like that. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I love it's I hilarious. love the stupid ones because this I feel like is fundamental because when you look at it, a hot dog is technically between two pieces of bread. Yeah. What else goes between two pieces of bread? Sandwiches, hamburgers. So I yeah, mean, but hamburgers are not. Here's the thing. Here you have to read the dick, and I'll argue with you with this one because <laughs> because I was like, no, come on now. A cheesesteak is not a sandwich. It's a cheesesteak. It's a sandwich. Like, it's under okay. the No, it's not. It's definitely not a sandwich. A sandwich, by definition, now, you read the definition on your podcast. <laughs> I can't even believe you're not understanding your own definition. The definition was it's a, it's a, it's a piece of bread or it's a, a something that's in between two pieces of bread that is a light meal. Light meal. That is in the definition a cheesesteak is heavy. Hot right, dog? Let me, let me butt in. Let me butt in. Uh-oh. Here I goes. think based on, Lydia, based on your answer, I think I know how you're going to answer this, but what's a tomato? Fruit or vegetable? It's fruit. Okay. I figured that. What the fuck? <laughs> Are you serious? A, a fruit? fruit? No, it's a not. A it's a vegetable. Yes. It tastes, if it doesn't right taste now. sweet, it's a vegetable. It has to taste sweet to be a fruit. That's what a fruit is. is. The fruits of the devil. Sweet. Come on. Well, fruits of the devil includes a tomato. (laughs) No, not. No, the the devil's like, fuck that. Fuck the tomato. Meal part of the definition. How many people only eat one hot dog? So does that not make it a light meal? Because you need more than one. Matt is agreeing with you, and I cannot even believe this. This is Matt like is crazy on my team to me. Right now, <laughs> yeah. Apparently, apparently, he's on your team, not on my team no more. She like, convinced me. It's, oh my god! No, All right, I'm, I'll, I'm, I'll I'm convince you. You no. I'm very it, here's the thing. You call it a sandwich because you call it a sandwich. You've never ever ever called a hot dog a sandwich. That's why it's called a sandwich. You call it because it's called that. Just like you call it a hamburger, a hamburger, a cheeseburger, a cheeseburger. Hamburger is not a cheeseburger, is it? By definition, is a hamburger a cheeseburger? So why is a hot dog a sandwich? I th- it doesn't make sense to me. 
Mm-hmm. Man, I cannot believe we're going this deep and I'm so <laughs> like riled up about this. I mean, it's just, Subject. you know, like, okay. And then also you could say a sandwich is never usually just bread and meat. There's bread, there's mayo or mustard, and there's all sorts of things. A hot dog is never just a bun and a hot dog. You put all sorts it's of stuff. It's almost literally in it. always and just a bun and a hot dog with no, mustard and ketchup, and that's it. What's in a Chicago oh, dog? I haven't been to Chicago. You're right. Okay. Chicago, all right. You're right. Not, I have not been to Chicago. You got all Here I am being racist towards <laughs> uh, hot dogs. Like you can put all sorts of things within your hot dog. So it has similar qualities of a sandwich. Mm. You can add to it and make your flavor experience even better. So why don't they call it a sandwich? Why don't you say, hey, I packed your sandwich. Well, what's the sandwich today? A hot dog. So it's a hot dog. You know, actually- you, you wouldn't you wouldn't pack it in a lunch and say, hey, you got a sandwich there, buddy. They'd be like, what the hell? This is not a sandwich. This is a fucking hot dog. This could also parlay into the conversation about soda or Coke or whatever Uh you want to call it. All right, let's go. What? Soda or Coke? So that's the thing. Down here in the South, from anywhere, if you go to a place and you want a, a soft drink you say i want a coke and then if you mm. like you can then specify what you want i understand what, exactly in what you're saying the north you want a soda a soda water uh, they call it a, or a pop it's a different name and then once you mm. say i want a soda then you specify so when i moved mm. up north well, that's how it I, should be working i mean you should, like like kleenex got a bad rep right like kleenex like that that's just the word we use for all tissues that you use to wipe your nose with. But Kleenex was just a brand. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. You know, but we call all other tissues that you wipe your nose with Kleenex. Like duct you know? tape. Duct tape is a brand, right. but we that's call correct. everything that comes on a large roll duct tape. Yeah, yeah. I could see you that. Know, same like argument. you say duct tape and then you can go pick up the uh, roll of the gorilla tape. But I'm still talking mm. about duct tape. It's all the same to me. Man. I tell you what, man, that systemic racism is everywhere. <laughs> it's in your hot dogs. It's in your soda. It's in your it's gorilla in, glue. Like the duck everywhere. is like, what? What The duck is like the white supremacist or something like that's crazy. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, lo- I love having an open conversation and I like to be able to joke about it. And, you know, it's funny. It's like you don't find it's not not everybody out there is. You know, everybody has an agenda. What's your agenda for for your podcast? For for our podcast, I'll tell you, is to have intimate and unique conversations, make relationships with other podcasters, really get into that, uh, you know, that, that uh, what do you call it? Mind frame, whatever, the, the, whatever you call it, that, that web. And, uh, and that's it. And have fun. And that's it. Yeah. You know, and, and and that's it, you know, but like I've spoken to some other people that are like trying to sell you stuff and they're, they're trying to make it into a business. Mm-hmm. Are you a make your podcast into a business? No, my, my whole thing is I just want to give people something to listen to on the way to work. 
and or the way home from work and give them a chuckle, you know, bring them together with some different topics that maybe they wouldn't naturally gravitate towards and, and like what's a sandwich or a hot dog right my current episode is uh with a mental health professional about centering your mind and your heart and your gut and mm-hmm. you know it was chakra it, yes it was important to me because i've always said if i feel like i'm getting too into something like in like at one point when I was younger, I was like, so into the social media and it just hit me one day and I was like, why? And I was like, I need to just get myself grounded. And Mm. that is what I do. I just kind of get back to zero and I'm good. Well, this Mm. lady has the same concept, but she's a professional. So she's got more steps and more information. And so I just the people in my life that I know that listen to the show, my show, I know this is not some some type of content they'd ever go out and get, but I know that when they listen to it, they're going to go away from it and going, hmm, okay. Yeah, it's 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 good content. It's mm-hmm. good content. And that's why I, I, when I was talking about with Matt, I was like, oh, well, how do we make this show like, f- you know, fun, not just for ourselves because – Mm-hmm. Like, hey, we have fun just talking to each other. But there like, how do we make it fun for our listeners? And it, that was the reality was that we needed content. Well, how do you get content? Obviously, I don't have all the content. Like, I don't know everything. Mm-hmm. So you got to get guests on. That's how you a- attain content. So have you had success with attaining guests, being on podcast guests? Uh, so now that I'm more of an interview type setting versus just the group chat, I have had, um, so Jenna Kingsley, who is a viral YouTube, uh, content creator and a, do do you mind if I, because we're brand new and we have eight listeners, she's a lot of fun. We had a whole conversation about candy, what was good and what was bad. She's very passionate about it. And so am I, it was very good. Um, Mm. Then I had uh, what was her name? Jenna, Jenna Kingsley. And then I had this episode. I had Diane Allen. She was the mental health and intuitive, um, intuitive coach. And so that was all mm-hmm. about aligning yourself. Uh, well, next, I'll hook you. I'll hook you up with one of one of ours. We only had one guest so far that was like not friends I'll take or family. Anything you're dishing out, and then yeah, Rosalind Khan. Rosalind Khan. She's a, a motivational speaker. Oh, I love and that. Inspirational. Now, I will tell type. you. So, my next episode is going to be highlighting a keto restaurant here in Houston. But then my next one on April fifth is my true crime episode. And let Uh-oh. me tell you, the lady I have on there, Jan Canty, is a homicide survivor. Her husband went missing in 1985, and they found him about a week later, dismembered in a strewn uh, on a road in Detroit. Oh my God! Yes, it, she. How are you going to talk about that? Well, what's the what's the first question going to be? This. Hey, you, have uh, to wait. you have to wait. It's, it's no, good. no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I, look, hey, I'm. So, how are you getting all these guys? Are you doing On it through Facebook? Facebook or there's something? some groups called Find a Guest, Be a Guest. Or yeah, yeah, podcast I got that. Collaborations. Yeah. That's what I That's do. That's how I found you. 
Yeah. I just go on there and let them know what I'm trying to uh, report and people reach out. Uh, I think Jenna though, I got from a comedian group because I specifically wanted a comedian. And Houston is huge comedians. Yes. I remember when I was there for that month, like I lived with a comedian. Mm -hmm. Uh, I lived with actually, I didn't even know I was going to be living with anybody. I thought I was going to be staying in my own, uh, uh, what do you call it? Airbnb. Mm -hmm. Is that what it's called? Yeah. And it it ended up being like the, the person who booked it for me booked me with three other people that were already living there. And mm-hmm. I was just going to be like renting the room. I didn't know that when I got there. So when I got there, it's funny because I, I, I go, they welcome me and I go in, right? And I'm thinking, okay, well, this is, uh, you know, this introduction is taking a little longer than I had anticipated. Like maybe they, I don't want to ask them to leave, but. When are they going to leave? <laughs> Turns out they weren't leaving at all, you know. And I was, I was, I had to figure out in the moment that I was staying with with uh, with these people. One of them was a rapper. Oh, actually, one of them was a producer for the rap industry, uh, hip hop industry, and another one was an actual hip hop artist who mm-hmm. was also a comedian. And then another one was a writer who was also a comedian. Which is like crazy, like, mm-hmm. you know, like there's so many comedians that are in Houston. It's such a buzzing and it, It's like a scene. breeding ground for, for yeah, new comedians. I, it, I enjoy yeah, it. Since the pandemic, I, you know, I haven't been out and stuff to see them. So I'm really looking forward to, you know, more people getting vaccinations so we can open things up a little bit more and I can, you know, go and enjoy some comedic stuff. Yeah. What do you think about those drive-in comedy shows? Have you ever been to one of those? Okay. So I have a, I have a grievance about You this. have a point of view here? I a do. POV? Surprise, surprise. So I like this comedian, Nate Bergaza. He yes. is. Yeah. Okay. He's hilarious. Yeah, I know Nate. I, he's, he's very funny. Absolutely. Nate Bergazzi. Yeah, Bergazzi, he just he just, he just he just came out with a special actually on Netflix. Uh, and I will say, I think his special is not very good like, oh, because I've seen, seen Nate be better. His timing is you can tell he's nervous mm-hmm. and his timing is off because he's going too fast. You'll you'll be able to know if you know comedians, you'll yes. be able to like tell me. So like, this is he, not the Nate that I know. It came up that he was going to be at a drive in. And so I was like, oh, yeah, this is what I want to do. I want to go see him. And obviously, I know you pay per car, but I think it was like $85. No, sorry. $45 per person in the car. Yeah. So you didn't get to pay per car. You paid per person. And I just thought Uh, that that was obnoxious. Like I get like what if you what if you drive in with like a semi truck and you have like hundreds of people and then you get to only pay forty five dollars. That's not fair. I get it. However, I just thought it was for being during the pandemic and it was weird because he was just at the front of the the drive-in. So depending on how far back you were, you couldn't really see him. I mean, obviously you heard him. I just, I really wanted to go. It's almost like you could have just just done a Zoom call and it would have been the same thing. Right. So uh, I know that they did that on Zoom too. Like a lot of comedians were doing it. My, a friend of mine, So there's a Canadian comedian, 
Dina. Female. Yes, her last name is very Italian. I'm not. I'm going to butcher it if I try and say it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know who. And she did a Zoom, and my friend and her her boyfriend attended, and they actually not only were did you know they obviously saw her, but they had them um, unmute themselves so she could hear people, you know, laughing and things like that, and they really enjoyed it. I've not participated. Oh, they enjoyed it. I heard, I, I only heard this from Joe Rogan. You know, Joe Rogan's a comedian and obviously we listen to the king of all kings, all hail King <laughs> Rogan. Um, but he said it was horrific. Mm-hmm. Like, that it was like, like you felt bad for it because there was like no back and forth dynamic. I'd imagine it's probably the same during those drive through shows. Um, one guy who I, I don't, he doesn't know me, but I know him. Bert Kreisner. You know that guy? Takes his shirt yes. off. Yes. He's like the, a bear. The, the Russian story about the bull. Yeah, exactly. That guy. He's he's uh, apparently like invented the drive-through experience. It was it was what? Oh, sorry. I got a message. Uh, it, uh, I I can. I'm like. I'm like a like a dog. It's like squirrel. <laughs> yeah. So sorry about that. Um, what was I saying? Something about Bert Kreischer. Yeah, Bert Kreischer invented the drive-in movie show, the drive-in comedy shows. Apparently, and apparently he was very very successful with it. Did a good did a good job with it, and you know everybody enjoyed it. Like you said, your friend enjoyed it, so that's cool. I just I would feel weird going there. Mm-hmm. Did you, did you went there? I didn't go. Did you go. feel weird? Oh, didn't, you didn't go? I didn't go, no. Oh, okay. Are they still doing those? Uh, I haven't heard of one in a while. But I think things are opening back up, like in states like Florida. And go ahead and say it in Texas. Texas. What? <laughs> what? In Texas, they're opening up. What are you even saying? It's a red state. They're like, uh, COVID, I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what? What are your thoughts on that? Let's dive into that. Josh, because it uh, seems like you have a pretty strong opinion on that. Uh-oh, I have a strong opinion also. I think we got to wrap up. I think Lydia's got to go here in a minute. Oh, Lydia got to go? Okay, I cool. do. Okay. But Man. before we go, I will say, opening up the state of Texas is not a wise idea. I could, I could understand if we were like 50% population vaccinated then I would get it, but we didn't do that. But I will say, I'm very proud, at least of Houstonians. Everywhere I've been since we've been open 100%, everyone still wears their mask. I have not seen a single person without one. And most businesses are keeping the mask, the mask rule recommendation. here's 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 my diagnosis on that. The mask... Not going away. Mm-mm. Not ever. Not even if you vaccinate. Because, I mean, even if you vaccinate, like, what, are you supposed to wear, like, a pin that says, I vaccinated, so that you, so that people know, like, you're not supposed, you're not, wear, he's not wearing a mask. hmm But I have the pin that says, I'm vaccinated, unless they come out with some kind of something like that. Or yeah. a mask that says, I'm vaccinated. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how that would work. <laughs> Oh man, what a pleasure talking to you. Like I I didn't even get to any of my questions. Like well, none. <laughs> that means we have to have a part 2 
at some yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, we <laughs> absolutely. Well, I have to. Uh, so I would love to, if you would have me, if you don't, if you want me. I don't have any. All right, this is what I am. I own, I'm a small business owner that got affected by COVID severely, which mm-hmm. is one of the reasons that I created this podcast was because I had so much extra time. And I always, I always kind of wanted to create it, but th- now I had the time to create this podcast, among other things. I also mm-hmm. learned to play the harmonica. I also learned how to fish. You know, like there was things that COVID did for me that expanded my hobbies, I guess you would say, mm-hmm. and not be so tunnel vision as far as like work, 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 money, money, money. And so I've... You know, as much as it killed my business, and I would love to go on your podcast to talk about that, yes. how it just killed small business. Because mm-hmm. I'm obviously I I went through it, um, and I'm we're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. It's like the light is there. Well, of course, when, I would love to have you on. I don't have my calendar in front of me. I'm working on my busy. May. I'm working on my May calendar, which means I will be recording in April. So um, I will I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I know. Do you have? I do you have any? I guess. Or do you have any unavailable times in April? Well, we only do these shows. We do Wednesday nights as like the night. But okay. honestly, I could do any other. You just yeah. tell me when you're available. I'll make myself available. I'm, okay. I'm pretty much available any 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 evening, uh, especially to be on your podcast. So, oh, thank yeah, you. Yeah, you tell you, t- you tell me when when you're available to have me on. Okay, I will uh, send you on Messenger and let you know what the availability is. I should actually be working on that tomorrow because I should have done it on Tuesday, but I forgot. So I will be able to get some uh, dates over to you. Then you let me know what's available for you. And what I usually do is like, three days a week or so in advance, I'll send you over like a little outline. So you can kind of just see mm-hmm. like where my thought process is for the show. Yeah. I usually don't go off it a hundred percent, but at least it keeps me. We didn't time. go off any of mine. <laughs> like I, I spent time and wrote this down. None of it. But that, sometimes the one thing the I, is the, the best. It's it. Well, it is genuine. Mm-hmm. Number one, you know, and it, it, it makes me realize like you actually enjoy talking to me. I enjoy talking to you. I hope that, you know, transpires. It I did want to ask you though, like, mm-hmm. because you played another game on your podcast. It was called real or fake. Ah, yes. You know what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. All right. Can you do this real quick? Sure. I only have four questions. Okay. Let's do it. All right. Let's go. Because I was like, that's cool. Matt used to have a game that we used to play, and we stopped playing it for whatever reason. But it was really fun. Um, The moon landing. Real or fake? I am going to go with fake. What the fuck? (laughs) Whoa. Okay. I've watched a couple (laughs) Looney Tunes land. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, it, it, this is gonna. All right. Here, here is nothing. Uh, flat Earth, real or fake? That is fake, and anybody who believes in that should really be tested. But you don't believe in the moon landing? 
I'm just saying. I I've mean, seen a couple there's things. actual rocket ships. We can see them and hear the sonic boom coming back on the Earth. I don't understand. How is that fake? Okay, so here's the deal. I don't think it, that they didn't go up there. I just don't think that we saw what they saw. Okay. All right. I All feel right. like we saw what they wanted us to see. What What did they want us to see? I mean. You're, Come on, you got to have an answer. I am a pro alien person. Yeah, me and, too. And so I'm not saying that there are aliens up there, but I'm saying there could oh. be signs of mm-hmm. a once inhabited place or yeah. something that would go against what they want the people to believe. So uh-huh. I, like I said, I don't feel like, like I don't say it's fake. I just don't think we saw what they saw. We didn't go there and land, and then the footage that they showed us was real. That's what you're saying. Yes. You're saying the footage they showed us was not real. That was orchestrated, like orchestrated yes. and probably made they, in Hollywood or something. I think they went up like there. That. I think they landed, and then I think they said, "What's our best angle?" <laughs> and this is good. Don't show them what's going on over here. Just show them right here, like a bad selfie. Oh my god! Yeah. Okay. Bad selfie. <laughs> 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 Imagine you say that to like Buzz Aldrin. You're like, "Hey, would you take it like a bad selfie up there?" Not, <laughs> I would so not, say it too. I'd be not like, "Not good, bro." Wait, wait, bad selfie. I wouldn't bro. say it to like, Buzz. I get one of Buzz's cousins that heard <laughs> Buzz get drunk and say something he wasn't supposed okay, to say. All right, okay, that's I hear the cousin you. I want to talk to. Hell yeah! All right, yeah. All right, last one. Here we go. Bigfoot, real? Not real. Totally real. Totally real. What exactly. Whoa. Is he? Your levels are know. baffling me right now. No moon landing, flatter, definitely not. Bigfoot for sure. I, ah. I watch a lot of crazy documentaries. I've been swayed so over I. my years. Well, you would listen to my podcast with my brother Jerry. Okay. He that was that that was what that episode was all about. <laughs> it was it was about Bigfoot and aliens and ghosts. And he just he goes off the rails if you know uh, if if you don't mind me saying I will so I will definitely uh, if, I mean, there's a reason yeah. I will never have my mom on my show to talk about aliens that woman will go off the rails quick <laughs> I want to talk to your mom I think about hey, it she, I, I, I'm super into and three dimensional beings and different dimensions and like so are like, are you uh, a big fan of the ancient uh, aliens? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. I watched every single episode. So when I was in college-ish, yeah, I was not in saying college. I'm, not saying I'm sipping the sauce, if you know what I'm saying, <laughs> but it's very entertaining. So I was in college and I busted up my knee and I was in bed back home in Houston and I had no idea what uh, Asian Aliens was, but my mom was watching TV in the room with me and I was on pain pills and I wake up and I keep on going back to sleep. But every time I woke up, there was a, the, the show was on talking about 2012 and how that was going to be the end of the world. And so oh, yeah, the after Mayan calendar. I got like detoxed and was back to normal, I remember just looking at my mom going, what's happening in 2012? I feel like I should be worried. And she's like, yeah, shit's going down. Oh man, I was I was panicked in 2012. Actually, 2011, I was like, "Whoa, there's only one more year 
2012 got around, I was like, all right, nothing happened. You know what I mean? It's the same mm-hmm. thing as the Y2K. Remember Y2K? Right. The 2000 where like everything's going to like implode, like all the computers and I don't know, everything. We got Matt lucky. Matt remembers that. We got lucky? Well, you know, the way people think with the Y2K, we got lucky. It could have all come it, down. Was it die really? live free or die hard? That is essentially what could have happened. Oh, that's like Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis over there. Die hard is my jam. I have all you seen them. all of them? All of them. Every single one. Every With, single uh, your one. Your favorite, your favorite Die Hard. Don't name number one. Obviously, oh, that's no, no, the no, best no, no. one. Die Hard with a Vengeance with Samuel L. Jackson. Is the best one with Samuel L. Absolutely really the best one. That was my best one. The second one was Live Free Die Hard because I liked all that cyber attack stuff. The worst that's, one was the last one with the sun. Number two. Oh, yeah. I agree. I didn't like that, that one. But, number two was also not good. Yes, but they are. Num- number one was obviously, that's how, that's why they made another one. Right. But they are, he, I think they're filming another one right now. So I'm very. Get out. Bruce still yeah, in it? Bruce. Bruce is Get filming. Out. I'm very excited. Uh, I, I hope very. it. Okay. I hope it's good. I I kind of stopped watching after the Vengeance one, to be honest. <sighs> Live Free or Die Hard Ford. is a good one. It's worth yeah. it. Ford's good. What? Live, Live Free or Die, die hard. hard is a good one. So Matt has a friend who has a podcast, and they that's what they do. They rate movies. I think huh. that's a really interesting. I'd be talking about that all the time. Uh, I mean, I was just, I'll have to, you'll have to shoot me what it is, because I want to see their thoughts on the Zack Snyder Justice League. I spent the four hours and two minutes and I watched it way better than the than what came out in the theaters. Way better. Huh. Worth it. Justice League is on where? On it's Netflix? on HBO Max and it's the, so I don't know if you know, so Zack Snyder was the post, he started the movie, he had a family death and then this other guy took it up and finished it and put it out and it was like a shit movie. Well, Zack Snyder was like, well, this is shit. I need to do it better. So Warner Brothers gave mm. him $70 million to finish his shoot, do some reshoots, redo it how he wanted. And the, the movie came out four hours and two minutes but it is man that's long but it is prime look Mm -hmm. at that i when i dance i always do this move (laughs) and that 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 means a-okay good one yeah that's good i love it well oh man it's a pleasure talking to you thank you so much for coming on and i can't uh, wait to come on yours i will be messaging you we'll get it all done and settled and we'll we'll get our get a show on sip the sauce going for you please do please do i'd love to be sipping on some of that sauce have a great night guys all right thanks a lot bye thank you